What's going on, guys and gals? It's 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Star Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 421 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm still standing. And the expert, Mr. Marquis, the Marcellus Reagan. Oh, yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show, hey. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we got our review of the newest movie on Amazon Prime from Sylvester Stallone. It's Samaritan. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Marcellus Reagans, this is a big week for you. You're getting ready to go to Dragon Con. I am. I'm in the middle of packing my bag right now. I had to stop what I was doing so I could come here and record this show. So <laughs> my house is kind of a mess right now. But uh, yeah, I'm packing everything up, heading down to Atlanta, GA, and going to get drunk and party with 60,000, 70,000 other nerds. Looking forward to it. What does that packing process look like for you? Because for me, when I pack to go anywhere, it's like, okay, here's a pair of jeans for the entire time I'm there, <laughs> uh, underwear and some shirts. Like, do you, is it like a whole, I know you go for a long period of time yeah. and there's all sorts of parties and crazy shit. Is this a long involved process? Uh, it kind of is, uh, you know, it's mainly just a few Cosplays, uh, Shepherd Book, which I do every year, uh, but Bunny Rabbit, Run DMC, AKA Bunny Rabbit. Black Doc Brown. <laughs> that was only one, that was only year one. No one made that mistake after the year one. I fixed that right away. Yeah, my uh, my uh, Bun DMC, the uh, Rabbit Run DMC costume, and then just a bunch of So Wizard t shirts, <laughs> and that's pretty much my my wardrobe for the entire week. Awesome. Well, we expect a full report when you return uh, in a few weeks. So. We, we know you're very open about your private life, so you'll be telling us all about it when you return to the podcast. My life is an open book, said Markellis Never. Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you? I'm, I'm alive. I got nothing, nothing exciting really going on. You made it through another week. You did. I'm still alive. Now, I'm not going to say what it is, but are, when are you starting your new job? Um, I start next Tuesday. I'm not quite sure the logistics on how much I'm able to tell people. I oh, think I can tell them like, what I'm doing and yeah, stuff. Don't, but... don't worry about it. Keep them in the dark. <laughs> like Live like Mark Kelly. When it comes to <laughs> revealing things, to be like Mark. Yeah, that's hard for me. So I don't really hide too much. So it, mm. it, it's different. But yeah, I, I start uh, next Tuesday, right after I come back from Massachusetts, actually. So I'll, so, I'll be up there um, Friday through Monday and leave it Monday. This new job is not going to affect uh, the podcast in any way, shape, or form, is it? No, they actually asked me during my interview if it was a conflict of interest. And I was like, no, I don't get paid for anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. And they, they weren't worried. They were they just asked. Other than that, it wasn't like a, a thing. 
Sweet. Well, we look forward to your OnlyFans starting next week on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, that is not what is happening. <laughs> Don't. Oh, <laughs> damn it. All right. What's that foot website? There's a foot <laughs> one now, too. Wiki feet. I thought it was something else. It's like some sort of foot thing. I'm sure there's a bunch of them. Uh, Joey, you probably know Fruit. at least a few of them. Fruit by the foot. Anyway, Joey, how are you doing? I am good. Uh, I am very tired, which is something shocking and new. It's running myself ragged, trying to get stuff done, do stuff between work and life and the podcast and all sorts of things. Uh, I started going back to the gym this week, um, and today was my first day. <laughs> it was rough. It was tough. I have lost a lot of strength and stamina. Um, it's kind of embarrassing, and it's got to build it back up. So that, that's that. Um, so that was nice and embarrassing. And then uh, this week, Mark, I am also doing something exciting this week coming up. I am going to a concert with my daughter this weekend. Cool. And I, I am going to take her to see My Chemical Romance oh, at wow. Mohegan Sun. So that was her favorite band when she was uh, a tween. And they had broken up long before that. So we never got a chance uh, for her to see them live. And they announced their reunion tour, so I tried to get tickets, uh, and it sold out within literally like a millisecond. And the tickets, the cheapest tickets, like if you put the band playing on your phone on YouTube and then put it on the other side of your house and sat down and tried to watch it, um, that'd be about the effect of these seats. And they were going for like $700 each. That's ridiculous, dude. So needless to say, we didn't get tickets to that. But then they announced an extra date at Mohegan Sun. Whereas they had Terrificon, which is a casino in Connecticut. And I was like, fuck it, I'm getting these tickets. So it, it was a bit of a, a struggle fighting the Wi-Fi at work and <laughs> getting out my my card. But I made it happen. It was not cheap, but it was cheaper than it would have been buying the tickets to that first show. Let's just put it that way. It was not cheap, but it was not ridiculous. So I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to go see My Chemical Romance. We'll see, uh, we'll see what they have to offer now that they're old. Uh, the opening acts are horrendous, so uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that goes. But I'm always a go and watch the opening acts kind of guy. Shocking enough, after uh, you know, I like to go to the movies and watch the commercials. But uh, back in the day, even you know, you would see bands that you'd never heard of before. You didn't just show up at the end of the show, whether it was a punk show or a real concert, and just watch the main act. I know people do, but I like to see the other bands, and maybe it's something I've never heard of. I might discover. Um, you know, I remember a long time ago going to see Dragon Force. And two of the opening bands was uh, Power Glove and Teresas. And both of those are like bands I love now, but I had never heard of them before. So, you know, there's always cool bands you see in the opening. But I know that at least one of the bands is terrible. And uh, I'm not really sure what the other thing is, but it's probably equally terrible. So I'm not looking forward to that. But we'll see how the concert goes. And, and anytime I can make sure uh, I do things with my daughter and spend time with her so she doesn't, you know, become a sleazy stripper later in life or you know, date guys that ride motorcycles or anything like that. So that's that's more or less, you know, what I'm at. Where I'm getting excited for this concert, and uh, then we're just, uh, you know, on the road preparing for uh, Rhode Island coming up in a few months. So that's it. That's where I'm at. Nice, but nice. enough about us. Marcellus Riggins, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, so everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week you'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly Uh, you'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only adam wallyhawk 
You will also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our T Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey. First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a lot of time. <laughs> that will never get old. Talk to me in about two years, but uh, so far that'll never get old. <laughs> All right. So we've got our big review coming up right now. We're going to review the new movie from Amazon Prime and Sylvester Stallone. It's called Samaritan. Dropped on the service uh, a couple days ago, and it's free to watch as long as you have Amazon Prime. As always, we're going to go with non-spoilers to start, and then we will jump into spoilers. Markellis will drop the drop, letting you know we're going to spoil it. So if you haven't seen it, You'll know to leave, but at least you will have our impressions of the movie to start. But before we get into that, Aubrey Litchfield, please tell us what Samaritan is all about. Samaritan is a 2022 American superhero film directed by Julia Carey and written by Braggy Shoot. Shoot. You, you know, Braggy Shoot's a pretty cool guy, but he just talks so highly of himself all the time. <laughs> He's a bit braggy. Written as a dark new take on superhero movies, the story was previously adapted into the Mythos Comics graphic novels by Shu, Mark Ollivant, and Renzo Podesta. For some oh. reason, that's all it says. Is, uh... <laughs> Fantastic. Great. Well, we all had a chance to watch it, and we're going to tell you what we thought of it. So to start, Marcellus Reagan's yep. non-spoiler, what did you think of Samaritan? I really like the concept of Samaritan. Uh, I also really like the the nap that I took halfway through the movie. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's okay. You know, I was expect I was expecting a little more. I think it's okay. I don't think it's I don't think it's worthy of being in a the movie theaters. Let's put it that way. Amazon Prime, eh? But uh, yeah, I just think it's all right. Okay, Aubrey Litchfield. What about you? Um, I had more fun watching it with Max making fun of it than I did actually watching it. It has like every single cliche you could think of for an action and superhero movie. It's not good. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone is he needs to retire. Well, he's getting divorced now, so I don't think he's going to be retiring anytime soon. I feel like his face is like stuck that way. Face sucks. Is that what you're saying? And it's like the same facial expression every single time, no matter what he's doing. It's just, it doesn't look good. All right. Well, uh, I got to tell you guys, uh, the best way I can sum up how I feel about this movie is when I went to the gym today, I was on the treadmill and um, Battleship was playing on <laughs> yeah. 
FX uh, or TNT or one of those type of channels, TBS, on the TV there. And I looked up the TV and went, oh, yeah, I remember that movie. And then I stared at it for like a minute and was like, ugh. And I just looked away. And it was just like the most generic shit ever. It was like there was some guys with guns. There was a robot or a monster or something. I don't know. I didn't really give two shits. And I wasn't too emotionally invested in it. And uh, that's kind of how I feel about this movie. It is. Uh, it joins... Red Notice and uh, Uncharted as these type of uh, on the TV at the gym on a Sunday afternoon movies. It's it's generic, completely unoffensive, and it's just there. Like I, I pretty much felt nothing after I shut it off. Like I just felt nothing. It, it, I literally like felt like my brain had turned off. Like maybe I was abducted by aliens and I have missing time instead of watching the movie because I don't so it's just there like nothing happened like t- two hours of my life was just wasted like, the, the precious gift of life given to us by our creator and um, I wasted two hours of it watching this movie so yeah that's not a ringing endorsement no. for Samaritan from us but if you haven't seen it yet maybe you want to bounce and go check it out because it is just on Amazon Prime uh, the rest of you stick around because we're going to drop the drop and we are going to spoil Samaritan we're not let's talk about spoilers here. Uh, I've got some spoilers. One clear spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> all right. So we're all a little uh, meh on this one, but there's got to be some stuff we liked. Uh, Markellis Reagans, what did you like about this movie? So one of the things I did like was the main character, um, Javon Walton, I played Sam. I actually thought he did a really good job given the material that he had to work with. Uh, I thought he did pretty good. Uh, I thought Stallone, I'm going to say like 75% of his performance was pretty solid. He does grizzled, uh, annoyed older man really good. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he's he's picked up that, that baton from uh, Clint Eastwood pretty well. So I, I thought, you know, most of the movie when he's like, you know, disgruntled, grizzly garbage man, I thought he was good in there. Uh, the concept I thought was actually really cool. Um, oh yeah, we're in spoilers. the The idea of of a villain trying to redeem himself, uh, make good on on the wishes of his his twin brother. You know, that's a it's a good concept. It's been done better <laughs> in like a gazillion other comic books. Uh, but I like that the concept was there in this movie. And I thought Canada looked awful. Like when they were filming it, I mean, and I mean this in a good way. When they were filming it, it looks like uh, just a filthy, disgusting city. And I'm like, this is this Detroit? Is this Atlanta? Like, why? How is this city so authentically disgusting looking? Uh, <laughs> and it's they filmed it in Canada, so they did an excellent job making whatever city it was in Canada look like shit. It looked horrendous, and I I applaud them for that. Um, and I also like the there's a the Samaritan has like a logo and his arch nemesis uh, nemesis <laughs> has a logo too and they put those logos all over the city you know they don't call attention to it but it it, it fits in naturally you know what I mean like it, it, you mm-hmm. can tell that, that that there's some money spent on a production value of this movie because uh, those little images were everywhere and they don't like really call attention to it but if you look you'll be able to see it. So, uh, yeah, I thought the production design was really good, if that counts for anything. <laughs> <laughs> counts for something, at least. It's something you liked. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's about it. That's all I liked. 
Aubrey Litchfield, anything you liked about this movie? Um, I'll agree with Mark. Like it, it looked like, and like I thought for sure it was Detroit too. Yep. <laughs> Poor <laughs> so Detroit. Like, this is a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be somewhere, and, and um, so I, I'm surprised to hear that it was actually like Canada. So and that was that was about it, though. <laughs> I, I can't say that there's anything else that was blowing my mind with amazingness. It, it really is just a, uh, it's their movie. Maybe that the fact that it was on Amazon Prime is kind of redeeming, but again, it it is just there. Okay, well, that's uh, that's good to hear that at least you like the way it looked. Um, you know, Canada fills in for a lot of places, you guys, you know, in, in the Arrowverse, it was everything, <laughs> uh, at work, uh, my good friend, Amanda, I just got her a job at the same place where I work. So she's in a different department, but we're always, uh, chatting and we've been watching free on YouTube. Uh, Tia Carrere is relic hunter. I vaguely remember that. It's basically uh, it's three seasons of a terrible syndicated show that's basically like, Mom, can we have Tomb Raider? No, we have Tomb Raider at home. And it's filmed in Vancouver. So everything is 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 Canada in it, even when they're in like Tibet and they're in like the Redwood Forest outside <laughs> of Toronto. It's just like it, it, it's very noticeable that they try to make everywhere that they're going in this globe hopping show uh, is actually just like downtown Toronto or downtown Vancouver. And it's fucking hilarious. Um, besides the fact that it's just a horrible show, but regardless relic hunter available on YouTube uh, <laughs> for free. And uh, so I, I agree with you guys, the uh, production design, uh, they put money into that. I think everything looks good. I think the uh, costume for the superheroes looked good. I liked the opening sequence where they kind of uh, set the stage for the world and the way it was kind of shot with like a weird filter on it. Going to give it more of a comic booky, cartoony look. I liked that. Uh, I thought the kids were okay in this movie for the most part. I, I don't think the main kid. And I've seen not just you, Mark, but other people like praising their performance greatly. I don't think they were that great, but I mean, they weren't horrendous. It wasn't like Jake Lloyd or anything, but I didn't think it was that great. Some of the action was fun, I guess. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, (laughs) (laughs) what about things we didn't like? Marcellus Reagan's. So uh, I have to disagree with you about the beginning of it, that comic book filter that they used on it. I mean, it's, it's good in concept, but it went on way too long, way too long. I'm, uh, I'm reaching here. I'm reaching for stuff that was, that was good. As soon as they said Samaritan and his twin brother, I'm like, well, we, <laughs> there's no way that Sylvester Stallone is playing the, 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 the hero in this movie. Clearly, he's going to be the, the, the evil twin brother. And they, the fact that they lead with that, I'm like, oh, God. Uh, so that disappointed me. Uh, I will say the kid was good given the material that he had to work with. The material that he had to work with is awful. And for <laughs> some reason, I don't know why Stallone felt the need to throw in these one liners. Like, you know, he puts a bomb on a guy and he's like, have a blast and walks away. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a minute. What? Uh, I was having a lot of fun with that. Uh, because me and Max were trying to decide what we thought that he was going to say. So we, <laughs> we were just <laughs> throwing one-liners at each other during that scene, and it made it so much better. Nice, nice. 
Uh, and this movie does the one of the things that I don't like about these comic book movies that aren't really based on comic books. They want to introduce you to a comic book world. They want to present you with a comic book movie that you're not familiar with. But comic books and comic book movies have a certain formula. There's certain things that that you want to feel after as you're watching a comic book movie. Even even something like The Matrix, which isn't based on anything. There's a certain type of heroic journey or third act journey that you want to feel in these comic book movies and this one just did not have it at all it was so boring the kid is like handcuffed to a rail and a whole building's on fire first of all how did none of those people like cough at all no, nobody <laughs> died of, of, of a smoke inhalation or anything i'm like that's that's ridiculous but then you know there's no like big heroic move there's no like there's nothing in the third act that makes you go oh man this is a good comic book movie that's not based on anything it's just boring it just felt like like you said joy just felt like a waste of time yikes uh aubrey litchfield things you did not like about this movie sylvester stallone looks very stiff like i feel like he's had a lot of botox in his life his his face does not move it was very clear um i was laughing at one of the scenes where you see the top of his head like you could very clearly see all the plugs that they had to put in (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he did not age well and and they need to stop enhancing that when they're filming because it, they it's very very clear that he did not age well i think that the the entire script is garbage it just the one-liners were horrible uh there was every single cliche that you could think of in this movie it, even down to like Sylvester Stallone training the kid and then getting frustrated with him and blowing up at him and be like oh bleh, and then throws him out of the house and everything and then eventually comes back and finds out he's been kidnapped like it it's fucking stupid it was funny watching it with somebody else who wanted to make fun of it as much as i did but it was very cliche. It was very cringy. I'll probably never watch this movie again. I don't know how this this movie has any value to it. I don't even know why Amazon would have like allowed their name to be a part of this movie because it is bad. It's it's not good. Well, I gotta tell you guys, I, I thought this was generic. I thought this was shitty. Um, you're right, Mark and Aubrey. I'm I'm sure you're in the same boat. But within the first three minutes of the movie, I knew what the twist of the movie was, and they play it to be this big twist, like at the end, like no, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> like we knew this like an hour and fifteen minutes ago, so like, like it really doesn't have that emotional impact. I don't know if it's above the filmmaker's skill or just they didn't give a fuck. But like, it would have been more interesting if they we're able to hide that better right? or if they just let us know right off the bat, the bad brother survived and the movie is more about him going through that journey of should he be a good guy instead of the bad guy. Can either of you describe to me what happened in the power plant when his brother fell? Like I know, I know what happened was some of the worst CG um, allowed by law was there when young Sylvester <laughs> Stallone showed up, but what happened? The good brother, Samaritan, got his... Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> the, no, that's a good, good son. son. Sorry. <laughs> got his hands on Nemesis' uh, hammer that he poured our, all of his hate and anger into. Right. Uh, so Samaritan has the hammer, and he's about to kill Nemesis. But he decides that he's not going to do it. He's going to spare his brother's life. So as he goes to help his brother up, 
he winds up falling through the fiery floor and Nemesis goes to grab his brother and doesn't save him. So his brother dies. The good guy, the good brother dies. Bad brother feels bad about it. And now he's going to go and pick up trash for a living. Uh, okay. I was, I was honestly confused a little bit by exactly what happened. So I'm glad you guys were there to clear that up for me. But um, I guess I wasn't paying enough attention <laughs> or I was just too mind blown that this, that this movie sucks so bad that it didn't register with me anything that was really going on story-wise. Wasn't the implication that the hammer made completely out of his own hate and anger was just this amazing weapon that only he could use? Yeah, that probably that part was a little wishy-washy because suddenly when the bad the other bad guy, when Cyrus gets the hammer, he suddenly has superpowers too. Right. So all of a sudden, um, the guy from Game of Thrones is able to just pick it up and use it like he's the new nemesis. But uh, that I thought it was like only nemesis could use it because it was made of his anger and hatred. It was very hazy. Yeah. Um, See, Max asked the same question when we were watching it. And I don't think that I was paying enough attention to the movie to understand that that would even be confusing. Because I was like, what are you talking about? They're superheroes. They're born with their powers. I don't get it. But I must have been playing Animal Crossing. I that was my own. <laughs> I didn't really like the kid that was in it. Not just because I didn't think he was that great an actor. But, like, he's not really that much of a person to cheer for. I mean, he does go along with these crimes and things. <laughs> That's right. Like, his friend, the the, the fat black kid... Yep. That we only see for like three seconds after the beginning of the movie. He was more of a relatable character because, you know, yeah, they were stealing copper wire, but it, it's shown that they're like dirt poor. You know, the, the, I don't know, like the people, the guy, the kid that looked like the uh, friends of Chappie from that movie were like, oh, let's go do this. And, and the other kids like, nah, I'm not getting involved in that. And then the main kids like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go rob some store and I'll go, um, <laughs> You know, do you all, I'll go work for uh, the guy from Game of Thrones. Right. And, like, he didn't really seem too, like, broken up about it. And then his mom was kind of an asshole, too. She was really bad at acting. And, and honestly, everybody was bad at acting. I shouldn't even just point her out. They all were. I was just confused. Really hated like, the girlfriend. Like, I'm supposed to cheer for this kid, but he's not really a good kid. Like, am, am I wrong here? <laughs> We're supposed to we're supposed to blame the mother because the father she doesn't want to get into it, but he's a good kid. But you know he robs liquor stores and uh, steals stuff from some old guy that lives across the hall. It doesn't really mean he's a good kid. I don't know about that. But anyway, well, we're we're supposed to be on the kid's journey of him figuring out that the old garbage guy is actually a superhero. So that's the that's the hook for the audience. But you you are absolutely right. He does a lot of shitty things. And in any other movie, when someone's like, "Hey, kid, you want to come and work for me?" This this big drug dealer, most kids would be like, "No, <laughs> I want to be a good kid." This kid's like, "Hell yeah, move over. Let me. Can I drive?" Well, and then to go back to the no heroes journey in this, the big caveat at the end is, of course, you know, Nemesis is back. And he goes out to the reporters outside the burning building and they're like, what happened? And he immediately lies. <laughs> That's right. Samaritan is here to the save Samaritan us all. Is back. 
But he's not. Like, it's a complete lie. So, like, at the end of the day, the well, kid is still an asshole. They're, well, they're implying that that Nemesis has has come to realize that he is going to be taking up the mantle of Samaritan. Why did we not is see that? Because he was pretty fucking lazy throughout the entire movie. He's <laughs> like, you know what? It? I see this old lady get punched in the face. Let me let this old lady get punched in the face. Yeah. Why did they show any of that? It's very yeah exactly. It it's supposed to be. It's in the director's cut. Implied when the kid looks over and sees old Nemesis, and Nemesis is like you know gives him a nod like okay I am an I am the hero of this story, and well, then could walks we have, off. Like overcut that with maybe him back at his apartment putting on the Samaritan right. costume and leaping out the window to go s- save people or something. Like so we got like an an idea that that was going to happen because it just comes off like that kid's lying at the end. Like, mm-hmm. and we are, we've already established the kid's an asshole. So, like, <laughs> who knows? Maybe uh, Cyrus gave him like two, twenty bucks and was like, "Hey, you can give this to your mom for rent if uh, you go lie to the news reporter." Like, <laughs> yeah, like like I said, there's certain comic book cliches that are supposed to happen in these movies. Him putting on the suit, the Samaritan suit, and taking up the mantle from his brother would have been the way to go. But yeah, you're right; they don't show that. So. Uh, and, and they have the suit. That's the thing. It's not like this is some budgetary constraint where they didn't have a suit. Like they had multiple of these suits because they filmed scenes with people in them. It didn't have to be Sylvester Stallone at the end of the day. But like like they filmed people wearing these fucking suits like they have the fucking suit. So like, <laughs> like I, I just these are weird like choices that they make in this movie that I guess are supposed to make it like edgy and like this ain't the MCU kids. Right. <laughs> but like. Like it just means it sucks ass. Like I got, I don't get like no one is no one is there's no one to cheer for in this movie, which is not something that makes me hate a movie at the end of the day. Like I watch the boys, like everyone's an asshole on that. But the movie wants you to cheer for these people. Like it's trying to be two things at once. Like I'm supposed to be happy that Sylvester Stallone came back and um you know, try to save the kid, but like he killed like all those fucking people (laughs) exploded, whatever that was like, and and he didn't want to do it. Like the only reason really that he came back was because he got caught saving that little girl on people's cell phones. No, no, no. Cause he packed his bag and he was ready to leave town. Yeah. He's leaving town, (laughs) but he had the kids watch and he's like, Oh, you know, let me, at least let me go back in give the kid back his dad's watch or whatever. And that's when he went but to he save was, him. He wasn't going to go be the new superhero. It's just like he happened to get caught using his powers. And he's like, oh, fuck. Well, I guess I don't really have a choice now. <laughs> I also do love the fact that he drove that truck into the building and exploded the shit out of it, killing the woman who was like two feet away from the kid like the whole time. <laughs> like he could have killed everyone in that building. <laughs> yeah, it's just not very well made, man. I just... It's a decent concept. There's some bones there for something, but it just never comes together into a movie that was enjoyable to watch. And at the end of the day, there's just so much out there, especially in this genre, that there's just no reason to watch this. It's just not good. I never read the comic. It's based on I didn't even know it existed. Uh, maybe it's better than this, but I, I don't know. Um, Sylvester Stallone's very old. He's in his mid mid to late seventies. He doesn't need to be playing roles like this anymore. I guess that's the only way something like this gets made. I don't know, man. It, it was just weird. It was just weird. It was a weird movie. <laughs> well, it's from it's from the director of uh, Overlord, a movie that you liked a lot. And that's that's disappointing. And um, I think he was supposed to be directing one of the Supergirl movies. I think. 
That's super disappointing because <laughs> uh, Overlord was good. Aubrey, you didn't watch that, but o- Overlord was good. Uh, so I guess he's one for one for two. Uh, in, your, in your book, he's zero for two in my book. I did not like Overlord. Oh, well, it's not like Overlord was like John Carpenter's the thing or anything, but Jesus, <laughs> it was <laughs> isn't horrendous. It was much better than this. Yeah, that's a, that's a fact. Also, shout out to uh, uh, Moises Iris from uh, Hannah Montana. Like looking like um, what's his face? Holy uh, shit! Riff that's Raff. who that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the kid has not grown an inch <laughs> in twenty something years. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! It's Rico. <laughs> holy fuck! We watched so much Hannah Montana in this household, and I can't believe that that was fucking Rico. Holy cow! <laughs> wow. I also wanted to throw out there, I appreciated the training montage with uh, Sylvester Sloan, the kid on the roof that went absolutely nowhere because he didn't <laughs> use any of the stuff he was taught or do anything. Hey, um, if I'm going to be in this movie, I got to train someone to box. I got to do it. All right, slide whatever you want. That's right. It doesn't make sense. It's your it's your thing, though. Go right ahead, dude. Let me ask you guys a question. Aubrey, would you watch a sequel to this movie? No. If, if we didn't make you. <laughs> no. Mark Ellis Ring. No way. Yeah, I am all out on the Samaritan cinematic universe. Thank you very much. But do you think, Mark, there is, if this movie was good, is there a place for non-franchise superhero movies? Or is just Marvel and, to a lesser extent, DC just completely swallowed up the market? Oh, of course, yeah. There's always a place for non-traditional comic book movies. Um, As long as they're well-made. Uh, I think it works. And, you know, people want to do it. This one being one, uh, Arch Enemy being another one. People want to try to give people the option of another comic book movie that's not based on the big two. But it still has to be a good movie. And that's the part they haven't quite figured out yet. Well, even even for Bloodshot? I stand by, by Bloodshot. Damn it. It's better. <laughs> it's better than this. I like that your other example of a superhero non-starter was another movie that sucked. well i'm just saying the appetite the capability is out there at at least samaritan was paid for by whoever made the movie and not out of the pockets of legion m supporter hey we're gonna get a hit god damn it someday (laughs) someday it's It's gonna happen someday (laughs) (laughs) aubrey litchfield is there a market for non-marvel dc superheroes no (laughs) well I shouldn't say that because Spawn is a non-Marvel DC. I, I think there's some. It's very. I think it's it. It's very difficult to create. I think you could do like uh, direct to streaming videos of non-Marvel and DC superheroes, but I think big budget movies for those characters. I mean, it's really going to go to waste because the market just isn't there. People don't. It's a very niche clientele. Mm-hmm. So I, I think you're more likely to get your money's worth out of people that know them through a streaming service than you are using big budget and releasing it to theaters. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that's worked has all been very Ryan Johnson, uh, subverting our expectations, uh, Invincible, The Boys, uh, that type of stuff that that's actually worked. That's non-Marvel DC. Um, I can't think of a single movie that's worked. I know, Aubrey, I know you love Spawn, but the original <laughs> Spawn movie is terrible. And I'm a big Michael Jai White stan, so it's hard for me to say that, but it's not good. I'm going to say else? there hasn't been one lately. There hasn't been one since the big 
at least not the, not one that I can think of that comes to mind since the big Marvel uh, MCU right. takeover. But you know, RoboCop that counts as one. Uh, the That's Matrix. not a comic book movie. Shut up. You don't think RoboCop is a comic book movie? Get the. Is fuck it based out on of a comic book? No, it's a no. Well, it's okay, not. Then it's not a comic book movie. It's not based on a comic book, but it has the ingredients of a comic book movie. If you if you saw that movie and said this was based on something, everyone would believe you. It was based on a toy line and a cartoon. <laughs> it Those was toys not. were awesome. You put like caps in the back of them and then you hit the lever and they yeah, fire I, their guns. I remember RoboCop is a movie that takes the comic book storytelling elements and does something new. It, exactly like Samaritan and Arch Enemy tried to do. It, it, the difference is uh, RoboCop is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> Those <Right>. movies are <laughs> terrible. But I'm saying it can be done. Right. Man, I, I, even just thinking like when was the last movie even taking it out of i don't know what you would call them but like the golden age of nerd that we're in right now like maybe like the crow would be yeah the last actual movie based on a, a superhero-y comic book thing that wasn't terrible that was non-marvel dc yeah yeah i'll give it to the crow definitely definitely i mean you know there's always there's a gazillion movies that out there that are based on comic books that no one knows about but none of them have that kind of supernatural superhero mm-hmm. element to it like you can count road to perdition not a Tom Hanks gangster movie as one. A comic book is fucking amazing. <laughs> but the movie, you know, no one would know that's based on a movie or a history of violence. No one would know that. Well, Aubrey, Jamie Foxx uh, did say the last week that Spawn is happening. It's still it's still happening. He's making the movie. He's going to be Spawn. It's going to happen. I hope so. And I hope it's good. I hope it doesn't suck. But I don't have high hopes. I, I'm a big Todd McFarlane guy. One of the greatest artists to ever pick up a pencil. Uh, I love his work on Spider-Man. I love his work on Spawn. Other stuff he's done. I am not extremely confident in his ability to direct a movie. <laughs> I am not very confident in his spin of it being a more of a horror movie than a, than a than a comic book movie. So I'm not too excited, but hopefully it won't suck ass. Man, I, I I I don't know. Like, what could they possibly bring out that's out there right now? I mean, I know we're gonna we'll we'll talk more about Bloodshot eventually. <laughs> uh, myself and Mark Ellis are working very hard to schedule an appearance on the SWO Productions podcast to re-review Bloodshot. But there are some cool Valiant characters that could get in there. Um, Image still has some cool guys that they could do. But I, I don't know what's out there, man. But it just seems like whenever. It's a non-Marvel DC thing. It's more missed than hit. Yeah. I mean, we have Poopiter's Legacy. You know, just just some terrible stuff that's come out in the past. So unfortunately, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever gonna it's ever gonna work. But Samaritan is not the one to no. break the curse. No, not at all. <laughs> We've got to get a score zero to five. Five being the best, zero being the worst. What do you have for Samaritan, Aubrey Litchfield? Um, I'm gonna give it a one. Would it be lower if it wasn't if you had to go to the movie theater? Hundred percent, I would have been pissed. <laughs> well, you're still talking to me and Mark after all these years of terrible movies we've made you watch. So I know there's been some bad ones. Mark Ellis Reagans. Uh, I'm going to give it a two, which is a very generous score. <laughs> and is that higher than it would be if you had to leave the house? Oh God, yeah, this would be uh, like a. Point five. If I saw, if I had to leave the house and see it on a big screen. Cinemark XD presents Samaritan. <laughs> that is the worst, though, when I have to see a movie for the podcast. So what the listeners may not know, like Man Behind the Curtain. So we see these fucking movies like every week, right? We go to the movies like nonstop. 
some weekends is just like, I have to go see such and such movie and I have to fit it in somewhere in my life. Right. So sometime between 7 PM Thursday, when the screenings start to 6 PM Monday, when we record, <laughs> I have to fit in a screening of this movie. And, and sometimes you just get stuck going to like ultra 3d Cinemark XD IMAX screening that costs like $19. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, God damn it. <laughs> Especially if the movie sucks. So uh, Samaritan, man. <sighs> so my initial feeling was two and a half, right? Wow. Because it's just a generic, like shitty movie. But the more I think about it and the more I talk about it, it's it's bad. Like it's worse than Red Notice and, and Uncharted and those other movies I mentioned that were just generic. Like those weren't bad. They just I just they just had nothing to them. This is bad. <laughs> this is not well made. It's not well written. Uh, I don't understand how this even came about. Maybe Sylvester Stallone owed somebody money. I, I don't know. Owed somebody a favor. Probably a one out of five. Wow. One. I think if I agree with you guys, if this was something I had to leave the house and go see, it would probably be much lower. I don't know how much lower you can get than a one out of five, <laughs> but it might be down to a half or even a zero. Right. So. So that's it. That is our review of Samaritan now streaming on Amazon Prime. So if you haven't seen it or maybe you shouldn't, but if you have seen it, you can uh, let us know if we got it right or we got it wrong. But now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and we're going to get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got? That's a great question. I, I don't know. I don't I, I haven't really watched anything. Lately, I've just been playing Animal Crossing, trying to catch all my bugs because I'm missing the giraffe stag. It's coming up on days where I'm not going to be able to catch the giraffe stag anymore. So that's all I've been doing is focusing on the fucking bug. So I got nothing. Hmm. All right. Well, you know, Animal Crossing is still a great recommendation for the Switch. You can always come to my island. I just redid it. We'll put your uh, friend code out there on Twitter. Maybe some people will. I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Yeah, I would be too. <laughs> Dick pics on the way. Mark Ellis Reagan's. How about you? Uh, I've also been playing Animal Crossing. No, I'm, I'm lying. I have not. <laughs> I have no idea what... Dick pics all over your island. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Yeah, I haven't really been watching anything. Uh, I've been trying to catch up on stuff. I'm trying to work my way through Woodstock 99 that you guys talked about before. Um, so I'm going to recommend that. And also recommend you buy some T-shirts from our T Public store, uh, SoWizardPodcast.com. Find a link to the T Public store and do some shopping. Get a coffee mug or some journals, back to school journals, sweatshirts, T-shirts, baby onesies, all types of goodies on our T Public uh, store. So yeah, do some shopping. Right, right. Uh, good idea. Great idea. Uh, just remember, Mark Limpiscuit did nothing wrong. <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet. I'm still at the uh, at the uh, please. We need uh, Gavin Rosdale from Bush to calm everyone down. <laughs> <laughs> His, he walked out there as dynamite abs, and it's just like everyone relaxed. <laughs> exactly. Right. It, well, it, it was clearly corn and limp biscuits' fault, not the people charging ten dollars a bottle for water. So that's um, ridiculous. Right. Peace and love, everybody. Um, <laughs> anyway, I will suggest that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There are links to all our video and Patreon content as well. So don't forget to check out SoWizardPodcast.com. 
Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com backslash so wizard podcast. There are hours of free exclusive content there. Now is a great time for you to catch up on all the YouTube videos you may have missed. Adam is super busy. Uh, he's moving. So he has not been able to put out a ton of content right now. So there's plenty of time for you to catch up before the gears start grinding again. We've got our Patreon at patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content. I will suggest uh, you jump on Paramount Plus and you check out the movie Orphan colon First Kill. It's a sequel to 2009 Orphan movie with the same actress playing the orphan. Wait, didn't that movie come out in 2009? Yes. The same exact <laughs> actress playing the orphan, uh, Esther. And they use all sorts of camera tricks and, and uh, practical effect type stuff to make it look like she's still the same size uh, to varying degrees of success. <laughs> I got to tell you, it's hilarious. It's nuts. And it's this year's malignant. That's the best way I can put it. Nice. I loved it. I can't recommend it enough, but it, your mileage may vary. But for me, I was sitting there howling, laughing. Once the movie hits, I want to say about like a third of the way through, there's a twist. Okay. And it's just balls out nuts and hilarious the rest of the way. And it was 100% worth it. I, I loved it. So Orphan First Kill, check that out. Markellis is going to be at Dragon Con all this week coming up. So track him down and hang out with him. He loves meeting people he doesn't know that and is, talking all about himself. That is 100% not true. But if you are not going to be at Dragon Con, definitely follow the Soul Wizard podcast uh, social media. So I'll be posting some things up there. Excellent. And uh, so Mark will be away. Me and Aubrey are going to play and we are going to review the first couple episodes, however much drops before we have to record next week of the new Lord of the Rings TV show. So that's where you can find us next week. Come on back and we'll be talking Lord of the Rings. Aubrey is the expert on Lord of the Rings. So if she likes it, it must be good. And if she doesn't, you better look out. So I, I put a, it on my body. I, I gotta like it. I am very nervous to see what Aubrey thinks of this, but you'll find out next week on our show. And that's going to do it for episode number 421. Year nine has begun, Markellis Reagan. <laughs> Tears. <laughs> I have been your host, Joey DeGarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Oh, get out of here. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Uh, everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week when we talk Lord of the Rings, colon, Rings of Power. Good journey.